What's up, folks? Welcome back to the Twins Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Mr. Marcos Rodriguez. Mr. Marcos, for those who know. And my co-host, Dr. Pat Davidson. Well, it's always a pleasure being here with uh, with you, Marcos. And, I know. Um, you know, uh, it's I, I just feel like you're being too humble today because this is not Mr. Marcos Rodriguez. This is Dr. Rodriguez. Uh, I'm always just curious, like, what is your uh, PhD in? Uh, vaginal gut health. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Vaginal um, health. How do you exactly measure that? Like, mm. is there like a Cultures. sample? Cultures. Like, like a swab, swab. Mm -hmm. and then you like do like a some kind of a analysis. Palate test. Mm -hmm. A oh, vaginal yes. palate. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Uh, are there any taste buds in there? I was actually going to ask the same thing. Yeah. I mean, you are the PhD. You're the expert here. Like, you're our go-to guy. Yeah, but I'm not sure if these people are ready for that. Okay, so to I'm be offending continued. many people, to be yeah. don't be triggered. It's fine. It's just He's a joke. Bend. Today we have a very special guest. Another Pat. Pat squared. Mm -hmm. yeah. Patrick, you're like a Pat sandwich here. Patrick. Yeah. Frosty. Doctor. Doctor Frosty. Doctor Frost. Frost. And I'm a PhD of group exercise. I was gonna go somewhere else. Yeah, I should. I am. I am a group trainer. Sure, I'm a Nike master trainer as well. And I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna talk about a PhD of any nonsense. All right, fine. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know about. We'll I wanna... give you one later. Yeah. All right. You cool. said master trainer. I think that's. I'm pretty sure that's worse than PhD. <laughs> People who aren't master trainers. Do you have to wear like a cloak? With when yeah. you become a master trainer, it's like a like yeah. A secret, the wake up dawn. Meetings, and there's like skulls yep. that you drink blood out yeah. of. and stuff. It's like actually that. of the athletes that Nike oh. hired that didn't perform well. They wouldn't diet hard enough. Yeah. Okay. So, I don't right. know if I need to drop Nike one more time and talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> we love you, nice Nike. Thank you guys What's for up, Nike? Me. Shoe yeah. dog. Yeah, baby. All right. Uh, <laughs> we're all wearing Nikes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a pleasure to be here, guys. Yeah. Yeah. No, I I, uh, I think this is a really great opportunity. You know, like uh, we met each other what maybe like three years ago now. Three or four. Something. Three or four years ago. ago. Yeah. And when we got introduced to each other, it worked out really well. Like, you know, we started training together. Mm. We got to know each other, mm. and uh, I feel like it's just one of these things that's continued on. And you know, since I've come over to hype, like you you started to come over, met everybody, and like yeah. now all of a sudden like you're you're kind of. Working out with us a couple times a week, and it's really yeah, I really enjoy it. You guys have like such a cool, um, like brotherly bond. I don't know if I've ever been around so much like shit, like not even shit talking. It's just the most unique, weird conversations mixed with like burps and like PRs. It's a really fun. Episode. Yeah. So I like it, and then this guy's walking around just doing his best at curls all day. <laughs> well, we have different groups that train yeah. here like and i don't know if you actually were aware of this uh like we're part of a group that's called the bushwhackers like we actually originally had a different name okay but marcos and ethan are part of Body the builders. bodybuilding yes. club aka the bbc's yes which is an interesting acronym to choose it's i mean it makes perfect sense yeah. though and uh what powers them is bodybuilding BBCs. workouts, right. aka BBWs. Ah. So the BBC is fueled by the BBW. Sure, sure. Yeah, and uh, silent. You know, we've actually been talking about it for a couple of years, doing some kind of like a recorded Christmas carol or like a Christmas kind of hype interactive card. Yeah. And uh, you know what it's probably going to be is we're going to get like Santa hats, 
Christmas related pants and suspenders, maybe a bow tie thrown in there. Yeah. And you know that like bell song? And we're gonna all line up and it's all just gonna be peck flexing to that. Yeah, that'll go viral. Some someone something's yeah. And by we I just wanna clarify the white trainers. I I'm not doing that shit. Anyway. Yeah, well, I mean, it's well, you wouldn't have been invited anyways. I was talking Good. Although to you did, did you just audition with your titty mouth? He tried <laughs> no, to. <it's> like, <laughs> no. This <laughs> is like, you know, speaking of Masters, it's kind of like the Masters <laughs> golf tournament in yeah. Augusta, Georgia. Uh, and we're going to get back to Georgia here in a little yeah, bit. Yeah, nice little segue. But yeah, like, I mean, your kind aren't exactly welcome there. You know My kind mean? weren't either. Yeah. So enough about us. Yeah. Mr. Frost. That was yes, uh, Arnold's name in the George Clooney Batman. Sure was. Mr. Freeze. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm Patrick Frost. Nice to see you. Get down! Freeze. Freeze. You're good. Freeze. I like to go ice skating with uh, Patrick Frost all the time. And, uh, yeah. Sub-Zero, not it's just plain zero. Oh, <laughs> shit. It's crazy. It's just got cold in here. There's two Arnolds now and two Pats. And yeah. That. So. So quick. Tell us about yourself, Pat. For the people out there that want to know, who is Patrick Frost? Who is Patrick Frost? I guess in what context are we talking? Are we talking like professional or human? Where are you from? I'm originally from Georgia. Uh, military brat. I was born in Arizona, though, but we moved after like three years. Uh, I grew up mostly in like the middle middle part of Georgia, a very rural area. It's called Warner Robins. Um, you only really know about it if you are in the military or you follow Little League Baseball, which is yes. creepy. That's why all yeah. of a sudden I was like, why do I know this? Yeah. We won the 2007 Little League World Series. Okay. So that put us on the, I guess, yeah, it's a dope, dope little thing. So yeah, I lived there a little bit in Tennessee as well. And then um, I went to high school in Connecticut for a bit, but I always ended Where up going back. A uh, place called Stafford Springs. It's right on the Massachusetts border, right near Springfield, Mass. Yeah. 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 My dad's originally from West Hartford, Connecticut. So I, we would go up there anyways yeah, every right summer. Yeah. yeah. And then I, he retired from the military and moved back up to be closer to his family. So. And my stepmom's from Cape Cod. Where so. in Cape Cod? She's from oh, Dennis Hyannis. Yeah. 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 Cause it's like the town next to where I'm from. Yeah. 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 Pat, you know, it makes sense. It's yes. funny because all my New England, my mom's very southern, southern. My stepmom is from New England, but my mom's very from Virginia. So all their family calls me Patrick, and everybody in my dad's side calls me Pat. And it's such a New England thing with that. Pat. Yeah. Pat. 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 Hey, Pat. 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 Yeah. 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 So yeah, this guy goes by Pat. Where did you go to college? Actually, I went to a community college, Macon State Community College. I moved out on my own my senior year of high school. Um, I didn't really love living with my parents. And so I turned 18 my senior year, and I worked out a deal where I got to move in with my older sister, and my dad paid my side of the rent for child support. And then I had a full-time job at um, Sunny's Barbecue, shout out. And I got to leave school early. I was in the workout program. So anyways, I was a terrible kid in high school. I fucked up my GPA. My plan was originally to go to Athens. I was too busy like partying and drinking from like 13 to 18 and just was an idiot. And went to beauty college gonna have plans to like bring my GPA up there and then go to Athens and then um, I got to New York um, uh, at a whim for this like modeling contest uh, and it was to be signed yeah you too it's a weird story bro yeah can't tell you guys apart yeah <laughs> yeah I'm like the stretched out version of Pat I think mm -hmm. even the backwards captain the joking yeah. version almost yeah I'm yeah 
I'm the opposite of him on Instagram. <laughs> In a lot of ways. <laughs> so I don't even know. So what what, what what did bring you to New York? Uh, other the modeling contract and well, it wasn't a contract. It was like a contest, and then I okay. came out here. And yeah, so I was like, oh, these people walk fast, they talk fast. I always felt. I'm sure I'm talking fast now. I always felt very out of place in Warner Robins for a lot of reasons. And then when I came to New York, I was like, oh, I like this amount of diversity around me. I like feeling like, even though we're all different, we're all abiding by like the New York way of life and every, you know, it was this cohesiveness. Ah, uh, yes. The abstract hustle that pushes New Yorkers every day to have passive anxiety. Chasing that money. Cream. Jason yeah. Mm. yeah. Cash rules everything around me, Kyle. Is that a quote? Yes. Yeah, dollar dollar bills. Yeah. Dollar dollar bills, yeah. yeah. Sounds good. Cool. So, so, you, so that you, was 10 years ago. 10 years, and I mean, I know that you're currently kind of back and forth between New York and Miami. Yeah. But you were in New York for eight years? Yeah, I moved when I was 20. Okay. I got my associate's degree at Macon State Community College. Mm -hmm. I came up here on a whim. I had saved $800. I found a couch off of Craigslist that was $500, and I was like, yo, I could live in New York for 300 <laughs> Like, I was an idiot, Warner Robins kid, I just didn't understand, like, the concept yeah, of money. Sure. So I was only supposed to be here for a month, and then I moved here, I was sleeping next to two other people on the couch, and, yeah, it was interesting. Um, Human centipede couch. The same, <laughs> there were three people on the same it couch? It was a small, yo, it was what the smallest, it was like 300 square feet, and yeah. he had, like, one long couch there, one long couch here, one long couch here, and we just... I just oh, there were three couches. Yeah, Everybody yeah. Everybody had their own couch. And that dude is making money. Yeah, 500. Yeah. Yeah, it was insane. So yeah, I did that, and I was like, after two weeks, I was like, yo, I'm poor, I need a job. So I got hired at Serendipity. Uh, that was my first job in the city, which is like famous for their frozen hot chocolates. It was a oh, server. Okay. I was like, a oh, very touristy spot. Started making some dough, and then I never went back. I stayed, and I like, probably like, Ate ramen, rice, beans, like, struggled by city for the first two years, for sure. I was lost. Mm -hmm. Still partying, and still, I was just trying to grab anything that made sense. Oh, I'll be a, I joined a circus at one point. Oh, I'll be a, I'll produce a documentary. I, like, tried to do a bunch of random shit that didn't stick. So how did you get into the fitness world in New York City? I, um... Went to Burning Man to help produce a documentary. We got it funded by the LGBTQ Center. <laughs> Sorry, every time I hear Burning Man, I just... And I hate people that are like, oh, Burning Man, those are the people that never go. Yes, I haven't been Sorry. So, I had done book reports about Burning Man since middle school. And I had been like obsessed with Burning Man. I thought it was like wild. It started in San Francisco, off this beach. I just thought it was cool. So My interpretation of Burning Man okay, can't wait. is... A bunch of rich people go to the desert. See now it do is do a bunch of drugs and have an orgy. Is that that's basically totally what it is? So that's definitely there. Yeah. But what's also there is like families. You families. have yeah. There's children running around. It's, too. Oh, it's never too late for there's an orgy. AA meetings. It's never safe for what? Orgies. No. Yeah. It's never. Yeah. Kids go to bed. <laughs> and yeah, there's AA meetings. There's like it's just pretty rad. I mean, it's like. There's no expectations. There's like kind of certain types of music being played and there's like a certain vibe and I think with Instagram being what it is today, we get to, people like lived it up a little bit more now on social media and it kind of is this like Coachella-esque thing. But I didn't experience that at 20 and I didn't really know what to experience. And that's kind of why the documentary fell apart. Like we went there to 
filmed the gay experience about Burning Man. We got funded by the LGBTQ Center here in New York. And um, we went there with all these cameras. And I remember from the beginning, like, if you're a virgin going to Burning Man, they make you get out of the van and you have to, like, make a sand angel and hit a gong and you say, I'm not a virgin anymore, blah, blah, So it's be like, Oh, to Burning a Man. Burning Man. Virgin. I was like, Ooh. They actually sacrificed the real ones. Good. Yeah. As they should be. <laughs> yeah. Or maybe that's their diversion. Doctor Rodriguez, you have your patience. Doctor Rodriguez. You know, this is a little bit off track. <laughs> no, please. I feel like I'm talking too much. <laughs> Why is it that you get rewarded by like seventy virgins after your jihad? Like, like now you just have a bunch of people that don't know what they're doing sexually. Like that's a lot of work. You know what I mean? Like, like. That no, sounds... too much teeth. Stop! Like, uh, stop! Just stop! A lot of stop! Admin. Stop! A lot of admin. Stop! Yes, like I want some people. I want seventy. Well, know what they're doing. Well versed. Yeah, like I don't want straight up like. Well, maybe fucking... you just break them up into teams. You guys got the cooking. You guys got the cleaning. Whatever. I don't fucking know, man. Right. Who am I? <laughs> so we're at Burning Man making fucking sand <laughs> angels, hitting ding dong gongs and whatever. Yeah, whatever. I went there. Is the gong? Handle a dildo. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you could, it's BYOD. Maybe you could just. Maybe you could do. You could hit whatever the fuck you want. Hit with the real dick. I guess. Right. I don't know. Yeah. It might not hit the same it didn't impact. Reach. Yeah. It didn't. I don't hear anything. But yeah. So I did that. My perspective on the world kind of changed a little bit, and I needed it because I was also very like lost, and I had like this epiphany. Um, and I was like, oh, I need to do fitness. It had, it had been the only constant in my life. My cousin was a bodybuilder. Um, I'm pointing at you, you probably know him. You guys are. Ah, si, tu primo Patricio, mi amigo. He's not also Latin. I wasn't assuming that because he's Latin. Oh, no, no I'm just saying my voice. Oh, okay. Why the rice was flat because you said brother. Cousin. Oh, boy, yeah, yo, I know Pat. That's my man in there. Is that a game? Uh, <laughs> yes, I know Pat. <laughs> so jacked. Yeah, so anyways, I've been about fitness. I've been around fitness and I was like, I'm tired of being a lost human. This has been the only consistent thing in my life. Um, and I was very angry for a long time and fitness was always the consistent thing I always did. You know so. like every Linkin Park song, don't you? <laughs> I definitely know all of Limp Biscuits, hot dog flavor water, and the chocolate starfish album. That's what starts. That's what starts there. Yeah. Oh, I see. Hot dog water. Yeah. 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 Chocolate I mean, if only if that was foreshadowing. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably why I was listening to too. I can relate angry. to what you just said to such a high degree, though. Where, really? yes, because I had such a, a difficult childhood mm. and just like a lot of like family problems, yeah. social problems, and exercise sports and training were the only constant I had they were the only thing you know it's like the barbell never lies yeah like I could always I, I always felt like I I was good at this stuff you know it was like it made only me, you can let yourself feel, down it made me feel better yeah you know what I mean it was like it was like my medication probably totally I think it's know? super powerful yeah and I think that's kind of our job now and I see it now more than ever is kind of trying to thrust that upon somebody to make them realize that movement is medicine and that sometimes it's beyond the gains sometimes it's beyond the aesthetic and like it's honestly when i look back at all the shitty moments in life and you know shitty moments are relative for everybody you know what what you've gone through is compared to somebody else could be light years of a difference but it's intense in those moments for you as an individual so fitness was always a consistent so i think 
I think um, that's been like a realization getting out of the mid 20s and stepping into 30 I just want to be like somebody who moves really well in space consistently and pain free as possible mm-hmm. like I'm tired of yeah, good luck with that. Am I right? Pain free. Yeah. I know. I talk to you guys. And you guys like my elbows, my shoulder, my hips, my like. I'm usually doing pretty good. These they're days. not usually. I good. got one today. You were like, thing. oh, my shoulder's feeling good, but I, I think. Can't even fucking turn his neck, man. Don't listen. To me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he shouldn't be talking to you. My whole body hurts. Yeah, you can't. Since you can't see. I'm like fucking uh, Mr. Glass and fucking Unbreakable. Right, but this is, you guys are the result of being specific in your training. You are at the, the like, the, on the spectrum of being great in this modality, you guys are on the extreme of that. Like, yes. and, you know, the, the, I feel like that's also been my downfall is I've, I'm like a jack of all trades. I'm interested in all aspects of fitness, but I don't like, there's not a depth to which one modality that I like know all the way down, where I think that that's like your specialty is bodybuilding, right? Is it? Well, I'm saying something you know through and through, yeah. like something that's like you've lived it, you've lived yeah. it, you breathe it. Are you, it. are you, you ever are gonna it. compete? Are you gonna step on stage? Funny, I just had that conversation yesterday. I think it's uh, time next year, folks. Stay okay. tuned. City Bounce is gonna be part of that routine event. I feel like I owe it I to mean, my younger it self. Be. Yeah, <laughs> to all my fans, no matter what type yeah. of people they are. Yeah, this guy. Uh, oh, so probably next year, oh, August September. or September. All right, September. Uh, I'm gonna throw up. I'm gonna willy beam it and just right before I step up on stage. No, I'm gonna psychologically prepare you for. Oh, it. thank you, coach. Yeah. Sports yeah. psychology. Yeah, I can't wait. That being said, Pat, give us a very uh, one of your favorite fitness stories with clients or classes. Something <laughs> inspirational. Something funny. I got one. Unique experience. It's not inspirational. Cool, perfect. perfect. Just what we need for the show. All right, so. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, that's not your market. <laughs> yeah, it's not. We don't have a fucking that's really not, isn't market. It really isn't. <laughs> Jaded. <laughs> <laughs> you guys aren't getting those people. Hey, guys, I know exactly who's watching this. Yeah, you're not going to uh, like me. You'll you like this. Um, it was when I worked for a group fitness company here in the beginning stages of them opening, like, I don't know, eight, ten years ago. And um, this was like the first year or two. So people were still kind of new to this group fitness class. And I used to get this one older woman, she was like in her mid forties, and she would come with her own pink yoga block and pink dumbbells and a pink mat. And we obviously supply this at said place, right? So this is very excessive, no need for this anyways. Um, Hi, does anybody have any injuries? You know, real quick, shoots up, I can turn around, yeah, take my mic away. And she goes, um, I, um, I can't sweat. And I was like, you can't, I'm sorry, what? You can't sweat? She goes, I have this disease. I just can't sweat and I can't overheat. And I'm like, you know, this classroom fits 60 unique individuals. And so all so of a sudden I'm being, deemed, I'm being deemed to control the amount of sweat that she can or cannot do amongst the 60 people that are doing two different modalities at the same exact time. So I was like, all right, um, I'll keep the fans on, where, you know, ish. And if you feel overheated, feel free to jump off and go outside. I'm trying to be accommodating. This is a service industry that we work in. So this is as you're starting off in this company. So like one of your first like group classes. Yeah, this is like a year in. Okay. I've definitely kind of proved myself, but I'm still, you know, I'm there's just, still some weird yeah, yeah, people yeah. in there that just throw a fucking monkey wrench in your. Phone. Oh, that's also the point. Yeah, there's like some people just don't know that this is for them or this isn't for them yet. I'm getting those people. She can't sweat. She can't sweat. 
I never got the right term for this illness. Did you? If ever... you know what this illness is, please send it in. I would love to know more. That, I, I, there's, n- oh my God, there's no way that's a thing, yeah. right? Did you look into it anymore after that? I mean, I did. We were like, I remember at one point, but see, that this company also played into it. They actually bought her a little like spray bottle fan as like kind of an ironic thing to like kind of miss herself. It was kind of like a passive aggressive thing. I'm almost positive. (laughs) Yeah, I was not a part of that conversation. Patrick, we really didn't want to upset the socialite. So if you could just spritz this fucking golden water on her while she works out. And you teach another that, the, For the record, <laughs> it was for her to spray on herself. But anyways, she... So she I hate sweat. her. I hate her from the beginning. I can't yeah. stand her. And women, if you're, if there's a woman watching this, I'd be very shocked. But if you are... If there's, you a run, few. <laughs> there's a few. There's a few. If you run with your hair down, is that not like, like an odd thing for someone to do if they can't sweat? That's an odd thing. I didn't realize yeah. that, but another female trainer was like, and she runs with her hair down. That doesn't help her. Right, so it's the illness is fake, is what I'm saying. Yeah, if someone had that I'm illness, aware. they would do all the things to make sure they don't sweat. So she comes into my class, can't stand it. She's the type of person too. You'll cue a squat, she'll do bicep curl. She'll do a, you cue a bicep curl, she'll do a squat. So I've already had a few incidences with her where I, I, we weren't seeing eye to eye. She's cut down. This is my I don't know fifth, sixth class. She's t- she's taken at this point. She comes late. She gets on a treadmill and she immediately just points at the fans and she's like doing this number and I was like fucking so I turned the fans on and um, she switches treadmills halfway through the round she does this she does this and I'm, I'm like she's it, you know it's disruptive it's a full class 60 people two different things going on at once and then I kept the fans on walking by these two clients it's near the end of the class and I hear them when they're doing like a chest press or something like that she goes it's cold in here to her friend and I go not not this lady this lady is insane just two other girls and I go on the mic, you go, some of you guys are hot, some of you guys are cold, the fans have been on for a while, and turn the fans off. Three, two, one, go, the round starts, you know, turn the fans off. This, and everything is on 10 seconds, 20 seconds, we're doing like some Tabata bullshit, right? So I'm like, da 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 This bitch gets off her treadmill, walks straight up to me, and she's like, you know I can't sweat, you know. She's like freaking out, she's in my face, I'm trying to dodge her. Out of nowhere, I just get, I get pissed, something snaps at me. So I grab her and I bear hug her and I lift her up and I go, you leave now (laughs) in the deepest, darkest voice I could come up with. That was the only sentence I could say. And I waddle her to the door, open the door, place her, close it. So when this happens, she immediately starts bawling her eyes out. Manager sees that. And I'm like, slam the door, you know, I go back to the class. After the class ends, that was like the last like two minutes. I get immediately like seven or eight different clients come at me at the same time the manager comes at me and they all... He's about to chew me out. All the clients all of a sudden here. I never want to work out next to that girl. She was complaining about all these crazy things, like blah, blah, blah. So it solidified that moment, and it gave my my reaction a little bit of merit. Wow. And um, so that was our interaction, right? That summer, she takes my class in the Hamptons. I'm teaching, and it's that day she does bicep curls when I cue squats and squats when I cue bicep curls. So I go to her, take the mic down, and I go, I almost said her name, I won't say her name. And I go, I'll say lady, lady, um, I am so tired of having the same conversation with you. If I'm cueing squats, just do the squats. If I'm cueing bicep curls, just do the bicep curls. Stop trying to stand out. And um, she dropped her weights and started crying immediately. It was just like, I don't know why you treat me like this. And that was the last time she took my class. Funny. So let's rewind. I like to role play sometimes. Yeah. Big brown guy is teaching class. 
grabs set. I'm assuming she's white. Mm. Lady, bear hug, takes her out of the class. You leave now. Yeah. Ooga, ooga. Yeah. Oh, you leave now. How many? The question is. Here's my riddle. How many SWAT members, uh, SWAT policemen, are waiting outside for me in that classroom? How many do you think? Like 12, SWAT. 24 SWAT. I'm gonna go with cups. 13 for the original 13 states of the American. <laughs> bang bang. Yeah. <laughs> like that. Yeah. I would still be probably doing. I probably would have got like seven to eight for aggravated assault, right? Yeah, for sure. Well, even now, if I did that shit now, I would probably get That's some SWAT. That's why you have to start going by Mark. In hey guys, what's up, ladies? You've just been tanning. Is that your white guy? I have Is many, that supposed there's to be? many white voices in there, trust there's all sorts of shit in here. I have lost my mojo. <laughs> the English one, actually, you just went with pure English accent the whole time. My <laughs> goodness, you harlot, can you just get out of my class? You're disrupting everything. Poppycock, I tell you, out! Out, wench! Very specific. Like, circa of life. You carpetbagger, grab your carpet and leave! That's a little Arnold. That was a little Arnold. How would Arnold have you copy to leave? You're disgusting me. You're crazy. You can't even pop. You can't You can't sweat. You can't curl. You don't have a squat. You don't have a squat. You can't sweat. You can't curl. You can't squat. That was pretty good. But yeah, that was my fucked up story. And with your question, I don't know, man. So the manager didn't care yeah. after that? Oh, I got in trouble, but oh. it wasn't like I got, like, I didn't, I think I, I may have gotten red number or whatever, but it was worth it. She never took my class after that handling. <laughs> so you kind of reached, really, like, the ultimate level. Like, you're kind of, like, the number one group trainer in New York City. Um, yeah, you were. Yeah, you was. Yeah, you, you know, was. Yeah. <laughs> I... Felt like I feel like if if I was 22 and try to apply for what I you know applied for currently, I don't think I'd make it. I think I was really lucky. I think everything was timing because I didn't have the education at the time at 22. I went, how I got the gig was very like serendipitous. Everything kind of like you know life. You know like when you look back at your life and in retrospect, you kind of like you see kind of like a magical turn of events. Like something happened that sucked, but that led you to this, and you're like, ah, oh, there's a reason for sure. So it was kind of like that. And I think when I started it, I was like, yo, I'm really passionate about this. This fits me really well. This, like, as humans, I think we all have these, like, kind of, like, ticks that kind of make us either bad people or good people. And it's, like, what you feed that, you, and, like, in what way kind of shapes how you behave in society. And, like, a lot of the things, there's a lot of negative things that need satiating, but I found a way to do it mm -hmm. in a positive way. So it made me level up. Like I, everybody jokes about you know group fitness trainers, blah blah blah, for whatever reason. But I look back at like my career, and it made me a better human. It made me just like a dope. Like the marriage that I'm in now, I wouldn't have been with that person had I not been going through that process. Because I'm just a better <clears throat> human. Uh, yeah, I think I just went like more of a deeper end, but yeah, it's just. I, first of all, I think that the group fitness anger coming from a lot of people that are mm. trainers in New York City, it's a real thing. You know what I mean? And and it's probably just... I fucking hate him. I just didn't say Yeah, that. I mean, there's a lot of hate flowing out of this guy. But, yeah. 
Uh, it's probably a lot of jealousy because they're like. So it's not easy to take general population people yeah. and give them a great exercise experience and have them get results. Mm. You know, it's like they sabotage themselves all over the place. One of the ways in personal training that we see it all the time is they just don't really work Move that well. hard. Or that. Or, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so you put them in an environment where there's a lot of other people and you get some people working hard and they're like next to each other. Yeah. And like hey, that guy is doing something that this guy looks like me. He's doing something more than I am. I yeah, bet yeah. I could actually do that. I think that that, that environment really does foster uh, people to work harder, and that's probably going to drive most of the results they're going to get. Yeah, it's adherence at the end of the day. It really is. And I yeah. think going off of what you're saying real quick about um, group fitness training, I idolize people. Like who I want to be around in this industry are people that are always going to be smarter than me. And... Um, I like learning about different things. Some of it really resonates with me. I understand everything, but some of it, you know, doesn't work for the population I deal with. So I don't get the practical hours to necessarily get the know-how that a lot of you guys have. So I tended to kind of idolize people like yourselves who knew a specialty about something in depth, what I just mentioned earlier. And I kind of didn't lean into what I was naturally good at in terms of group fitness because I wanted to be seen as like a very specific, knowledgeable trainer because that's what I idolized. And then the past like two years, I've realized that like, that's just not my greatness. And I need to lead into my superpowers and my superpowers are X. And that doesn't make me good or bad. It just makes me what I'm good at. I'm so happy to hear you say that too. Yeah. You know, it took a minute. Cause yeah. I think you just shit on yourself. Like you, you, when you look, when you look at people and you're like, yo, y'all are dope. I want to be just like that. But you're negating your own dope. It's that grass is always greener sort of thing. Huh? You know, <laughs> and this natural tendency for us to always like it's sort of like you see something that somebody else has and you're like I don't know if that's really a, a strong part of me and like man I just wish I could be more like that person right. in that realm and it's like I, I really think that most of us need to respect our own strengths and yeah. realize like well that person maybe they've got that but they don't have this you know? or and, and the other end is like be like yo that person has that that's mad cool like instead of being the insecure aspect of it mm. being like because they're so great that that makes me not so great and I hate them because of that it's like no that's their superpower they're leaning into it like at the end of the day it's not that we're all better we're all different <laughs> you're welcome America America yeah <clears throat> I think at the end of the day I just freaked out. I was like, "What the fuck is my writing wing?" And I like have like a manic attack about this shit. So I'm I lose shit all the time, and yeah. I, I'm just counting the days until this puppy's gone. You know, I've managed to go three and a half years now without losing mine, and I really thought I was gonna lose it in like three days. Yeah, same. Because it's uncomfortable. It's weird. It feels yeah, like, like my finger is now like dented in the yeah. spot that it goes. Like it's crazy. Uh, yeah. But for some reason. Sorry. <laughs> Oh yeah, with, uh, the <laughs> bachelor party yeah. here. I put the sing and single. <laughs> oh, not no, you said it. Yeah. Oh, okay. But, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe after that comment, <laughs> <laughs> honey, if you're watching, they're just kidding. There's Question no mark. way she's watched. Does she? Watch? <laughs> no, I hope not. Does she watch? But There's I think, no I think she's taking some of his classes, so she may watch this one. I don't know if Steph life. still watches, that, but she she's watched at least a couple of these, and she I, like she's. She gives honest feedback. Like, yeah. she never, like, she never powders my balls. And she was, like, the, her feedback, which is actually incredible, glowing, like, endorsement was, you know, it was much better than I thought it would be. <laughs> and I was, like... You're welcome, Steph. You're welcome, America. Yeah. 
Alrighty, folks. Well, that's a wrap for this week's Twins podcast. Can I ask one question? Yes. What are some things you can give coaches who are watching, uh, like some advice for group training? Because most of us are yeah. just in person, like one on one training. Oh, I like love said, that. He asks good questions. Oh, yeah, that's great. Sometimes. <laughs> I'd say three things. I'd say one, just get comfortable with who you are in front of a group of people. Don't try to emulate too much of like what you find being successful already out there. Because um, I think when it comes to group settings, for it to be as little actual interaction, there's a lot of intimate moments that you share that you don't even know you're sharing. And people will feel that. And you have to make sure that you're being authentic. So if you're constantly, if you're not someone who can really sell like the grass is greener kind of tech, like thing, if that's not your voice, you can't say shit like that. And if you're not someone who's well versed in like program designs, you can't be someone who also speaks specifics like that. I think you just gotta find like who you are in front of a group of people, that's one of them. Number two, constantly try to educate yourself, constantly put yourself in uncomfortable situations. I think the biggest uh, misconception is people, especially in the fitness industry, wanna be like the smartest person in the room. I just wanna be amongst the smartest people in the room. And um, I wanna learn from them. And it's okay if you don't know shit, it's okay. And if someone's like, oh, you don't know shit, uh, that's not a good person. That's not, because we should be elevating each other. They're trying to, they're trying to hold their secret juices and not share with you. But I think the power is to share it. Share your superpower. I'm not sharing my secret juices with you guys. <laughs> share your juice. And then the third one is um, be patient. It's not going to be an overnight success. And if it is, then uh, great, congratulations. But that's very few and far between. If this is something that you're interested in doing because you genuinely have like a passion for people and, and that stuff, you're in it for the right reasons. You'll be around for the long haul. But if you're in it for pop star status, it's this industry is changing dramatically in the next five years and it's not going to be this celebrity trainer focus so it's just about learning that this is a long road gang gang baby yeah there's a lot of people that expect to be a superhero in five minutes yeah it's incredible hey i just showed up pay me a million dollars yeah and, and i don't know if it's like the generation or if it's like it's what they assume because it is, it's these kyles it's a formula there's people who come in way older than me who do that same thing i know He's Did that help though? Did that? Yeah, that was that made Fucking you my amazing. favorite guest ever to be oh, on this no, so far. You hear that, Jesse? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Jesse. <laughs> Suck these titties. <laughs> okay, folks. Mom, gotta gotta go. Bye. <laughs> Another great twins podcast. See you next week. Join us Sign again. Up. Sign up for Patreon and all that other shit. All right. Later, guys. Thank you guys for having me.